So let's take it from the top. You are in episode number 27 of Audit Bites. Our title today is the internal auditing or the auditing profession has a hiring problem. Now, we have two choices with this hiring problem. We can either stick our head in the sand and ignore it, or we can call it out. If you're here on episode number 20, on episode number 27 with me, then that means you obviously want to talk about it. So let's talk about it. Let's call it out. And no fun stories today. We're just going to jump right into it. The audit profession has a hiring problem. I have five points that I want to talk about. The audit profession has a hiring problem. So let's dig into number one. Problem number one is you have unrealistic expectations, unrealistic requirements. What do I mean by that? I can count the number of times I see job postings for auditors and the things that are on those job postings are, well, unreasonable, unrealistic, and quite out of the norm. I'll give you an example. I saw a posting the other day for an entry-level audit position and at an entry-level this person needed to have five years of experience. Well, if you're entry-level, how do you get five years of experience? So let's talk about this. I've seen audit postings where they were looking for an audit manager with board reporting experience. Well, if it's an audit manager, they may not have ever reported to the board before. Again, internal auditing, auditing has a hiring problem. The first problem that we have is unrealistic requirements, especially in those job descriptions. I'll give you another example. I saw one posting Actually, I got a call from a recruiter. You know, you get those occasionally. Anybody get those occasionally? I got a call from a recruiter. The recruiter was looking for a chief auditor. I said, well, okay, I'll talk to him. But I noticed when he sent me the description, it asked for the chief auditor to have, the chief auditor to have experience in Power BI. Now, if you don't know what Power BI is, it is a uh, Microsoft's data analytic tool. So curiously, I asked, why do you want your chief auditor to have experience in Power BI? No one could answer that question. You see, I can imagine what they really were looking for was someone with familiarity with data analytics, because your chief auditor would not be down in the weeds actually doing data analytics. So what if you had someone who was a great candidate, used another data analytic platform at another organization, but not Power BI? Would you not hire them because your requirement was Power BI? You see, auditing has a hiring problem. The first problem that we have is that we have unrealistic expectations for some of our potential employees and some of our current employees. And Taniga is here saying he's watching from Kenya. Well, hopefully you are enjoying the live podcast. And if you do enjoy it, tell some of your friends. They can go to their favorite podcasting platform and download it. We're on Apple Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, wherever you see and listen to great podcasts, that's where we are. Because on episode 27, we're talking about the audit profession has a hiring problem. What I'd like to know is, have any of you all seen unrealistic expectations in job descriptions? Maybe your current job description has unrealistic expectations in it. Maybe the job that you're looking for, because you're not happy where you are, you're seeing unrealistic expectations out there in the market, but that would be one reason why audit has a hiring problem. The second reason why auditing 
has a hiring problem is you ignore the attitude. And here's what I mean by that. You may have one or two people in the department that may be quote unquote rock stars. They understand the industry or they understand the organization very well. But within that understanding, they have terrible attitudes and those terrible attitudes are permeating to everyone else in the department. It's really getting on everyone else's nerves and they're creating a bad culture within your audit department. So now what's going to happen is your reputation will precede you. Your reputation will precede you, meaning anyone applying for jobs, they may know or hear about the reputation and they may not apply. They may withdraw their application or they may refuse to reply altogether. The people who are currently in the department, they're going to be so unhappy that they're looking for other jobs, which exacerbates your hiring problem. Now, Hal is saying, you know, I've seen far too many of them, Rob. Yes. What Hal is referring to is point number one, we have unrealistic expectations or unrealistic requirements. And that's the first reason why audit, the audit profession has a hiring problem. Those job descriptions that want you to be at an entry level and have a hundred years of experience. Okay, maybe not a hundred years, but you get the point. The second reason audit has a hiring problem is we ignore the attitude. We allow prima donnas to exist in our departments and they have bad attitudes and unchecked, they create a bad culture. Once a bad culture is created, the word spreads and you're not going to be able to hire quality candidates, no matter how much money you pay them. So episode 27 of Audit Bites, we're talking about the audit profession has a hiring problem. The audit profession has a hiring problem. Hello, Denise. Glad you could join us. Take a seat, grab some popcorn. Tell all your friends about this podcast if you like it. My friend Benita Lee is here. Benita, good to see you. Benita, what we're talking about today is the audit profession has a hiring problem. The first reason they have a hiring problem is unrealistic requirements in a lot of those job descriptions. The second reason is they ignore the attitude problems that people have and they allow that to exist in the departments. And when you have attitude problems in your department, well, what ends up happening is you allow a culture to become corrupt. Now, the third reason audit has a hiring problem is we forget about those transferable skills that people have. We forget about the transferable skills. I'll tell you a story. I say transferable skills. I remember one job I had where I was working in an internal audit department. We had this junior auditor. He was fairly fresh to the profession, but he wanted to write reports. Why anyone would want to write reports is beyond me, but that's what he wanted to do. And they told him you had not been in the profession long enough to write reports. So finally, one day someone gave him a chance and figured out the kid could write reports better than anyone. Why? Because he was a journalism major in college. You see, transferable skills mean a lot, especially when you're an auditor, because you're required to know a little bit about a lot of different things. And if you don't understand the transferable skills that your people have, then you're underutilizing the people that are in your department. And then you think you have to hire for all of these skills when you may have people already in your department that could accomplish what it is that you need.
to do. So we have to look at transferable skills. I'll give you a few examples of transferable skills. If you guys know my friend Trent Russell, you know that he has a podcast called The Audit Podcast. Well, think about the effort that it took for him to get that podcast up and running. So now he's a producer. He's a host. He's had interviews with a lot of different auditors from around the world. He's had to learn marketing. And now he runs his own data analytics firm. So you mean to tell me you you don't think that the skills that he learned being in front of the camera could help him better show up as an auditor in the workforce? Let's just take me, for example. Well, I do this show, Audit Bites. I have another one on Fridays called The Friday Froster, and I have two additional podcasts. The presentation that you see here was designed by me, the layout, the format, all of that good stuff. Do you think those are transferable skills that would help me to show up well presenting in front of a board of directors? You see, the audit profession has a hiring problem. The hiring problem exists because we think that we don't have good personnel out there on the market to fill our needs, but yet we do. But one thing we do is first, we have unrealistic requirements of people. Those unrealistic requirements keep us from hiring talented folks. Oftentimes we ignore people in our department that have an attitude problem and we allow those attitudes to really seep into our department. And the third thing is we forget about the transferable skills that our people have within our departments. We forget about the transferable skills that our people have within our department. Nicola, good to see you, my friend. You said some lack the ability to understand what attracts candidates. Ooh. Yikes. Yeah. Well, and you know, really, let's dig down deep into what that really means, though. They lack the ability to understand what attracts candidates. Well, that just means that they're bad at marketing, A, the internal audit profession, and B, their particular internal audit department, and C, the company that they work for, which means they're just bad at marketing. Because when you think about it, attracting people, attracting talent, it's all just marketing. Now, we as auditors need to branch out our skill set, especially audit leaders, and understand what that means. We need to understand fundamental principles of marketing so that we can attract good talent. Thank you for that contribution, Nicole. I really appreciate that. So while we're here, I want to say a few words about working virtually. You see now, as auditors, we have to learn how to work virtually because virtual work is not going anywhere. And in order to perform well virtually, we have to show up, both being knowledgeable, but also physically. We have to show up and look good when we talk to our, our clients in a, virtual <clears throat> in a virtual environment. Now, you're probably wondering, what am I talking about? Well, when you see me now, I look professional. My background looks fairly decent. My lighting is good. I've had a few sound issues that I need to fix, and I really need to fix those fast as a podcaster, right? I went over to my secondary mic. Well, think about when you show up in front of your clients. You need to show up well and look good. That is why I have a new course teaching you how to show up well on camera. On Saturday, April the 30th, Camera content queen Sri Mahabir and myself will be doing a boot camp of sorts, teaching you how to show up like a boss at your next virtual business meeting. How to show up like a boss at your next virtual business meeting. You want to know what I'm talking about? Think about if you showed up at your next meeting with an audit client 
looking like this. I look fairly unprofessional now. I look dark. Think about if I didn't have any of this on the screen. Just think about it. If I just looked plain, that says something about you as an auditor, says something about your audit department. But with a few clicks, think about showing up looking professionally, having an image that shows I am a professional at what I do. It's really not that difficult to do. So if you want to know more about that course, just send me a message and we'll get you enrolled because it is Saturday from noon until 2.30 Central Standard Time. Thank you, Nicola. Nicola says 100% agree. It is definitely about marketing. Yes, it is. So you're on episode number 27 of Audit Bites, where we're talking about audit has a, the audit profession has a hiring problem. First, we have unrealistic expectations in those job descriptions that we write. Secondly, we ignore the attitudes of some derelicts in our department and we allow them to ruin the entire culture of our department. Third, we forget about the transferable skills that people may have. And the fourth thing that I see is, well, you don't assess people's accomplishments. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. When we interview people, we ask them about what they have. Do you have an undergraduate degree in accounting, a master's in business administration, a CPA certificate, which why are we looking for that when we really should be looking for the CIA certification? But we ask them about what they have, but we don't ask them necessarily about what it is they've done with what they have. You see, we ask them questions. Tell me about a time when you had an audit client where there was conflict. But we don't look at those transferable skills that they have and what they actually did with those. I mentioned Trent earlier. This guy created a podcast about auditing about a year ago. Don't you think that those skills transfer into other areas of auditing, like marketing, to Nicole's po Nicola's point? The better we are at marketing, the more receptive our clients are when it comes to engaging with us. So why is it that we ask about what people have by way of certifications, but we don't assess their accomplishments. If I see an auditor that has made a huge impact at an organization by helping to, well, reduce expenditures or streamline processes, just because they don't have a CIA license, does that mean I'm not going to hire them? So if you want good staff, look at people's accomplishments and assess those accomplishments. Now, this is going to be a short episode, and before we get out of here, let's go to our fifth point and stick around. There might be a bonus point available. Point number five, you hire from the outside a lot. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. A lot of departments have a lot of jobs posted right now. People are looking for cybersecurity specialists, data analytics specialists, and the like. But have you searched inside your department for people who may have an interest in some of the specialties that you're currently hiring for? You see, if you have someone who's been with you for five, maybe seven years, but they've never done data analytics, but they have an interest in it. This person has already told you that, well, I have a vested interest in this organization and in this department. So wouldn't it be in your best interest to try and upskill that person? Now, I do understand sometimes we need to have skill sets from the outside brought in, but have we even looked internally first at the talent that we have within our organization already? So look, guys, 
You're on episode number 27 of Audit Bites. The audit profession definitely has a hiring problem. We have five points today and maybe a bonus if you stick around. First point, though, you have unrealistic expectations in those job descriptions. Second point, you ignore attitude problems within your own department. Third is you forget transferable skills. Fourth, well, you don't assess people's accomplishments. Fifth, well, you hire from the outside a lot. You don't try to upskill the people that you have in your current department. And Harold brings up a very good point. He says, we are not good at looking at our functions strategically, understanding what our long-term needs are, and then hiring for those unique skills and talents to achieve a strategic plan for IA. I agree, absolutely. You just summed up the big overarching reason as to why we have a hiring problem, and that is the lack of strategic planning for our auditing functions. Let me say that again. The lack of strategic planning for our auditing functions. And that was going to be my bonus point. So thank you, Hal. I love the way you said it, though. The audit profession has a hiring problem. Now, at the top of the house, the primary reason for that hiring problem is a lack of strategic planning for our departments, a lack of strategic planning for our departments. Now, my man Mansoor is here and he said, hi, Robert, this is an this is an important topic, talent management. Yes, we do very badly at it as internal auditors. We fail to have a strategic plan for our audit departments. We fail to have career progression plans for our employees. So in case you missed it, the audit profession definitely has a hiring problem. We had five points that we went through today. I'd love to know your comments, your feedback. I'm available via email or while we're here on this live, type it in the chat. We can have some conversation and discussion. And Hal says, we also don't wear cool t-shirts advertising our profession. <laughs> that is something we definitely don't do as much as we should because we auditors are very cool people, at least in my opinion. I think that we're cool because we eat, sleep, and audit. But I love audit. Don't you love audit? Because I think that we are some awesome auditors. If you like any of these t-shirts, you can go to my website, thatauditguy.com, and pick up your t-shirt, thatauditguy.com. All right, guys, episode number 27 of Audit Bites. The audit profession has a hiring problem. I want to thank you all for joining me. Until next time, peace. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Audit Bites. If you want to do more, see more, be more, check out our website at auditguide.com where you will find quality training. Audit merch. Yes, we have hats, shirts, and other apparel, as well as past copies of this podcast and the Friday Froster podcast. www.auditguide.com. Thanks for joining us.